All right, hello guys, welcome here to Sunday Morning Tinkle. Um, we're back after kind of an unplanned week off. Um, unfortunately, now we're in both of our busy seasons here. Um, we're both mm-hmm. coaching basketball this year. Um, so that's a big reason an episode didn't come out last week. And then right. just we're both busy with our work schedules. But hey, it's November 19th. We're going into Thanksgiving, so a happy Thanksgiving to everyone watching. Um, we're also yeah. into the dog day, the uh, end of the line as far as no shave November goes. Um, yeah, I, as you can tell, mine's a very, uh, <laughs> very bushy. <laughs> mine's, I'm not used to having a beard because I finally got a razor that doesn't cut my face up when I'm shaving or leave acne behind. So right. it's been a blessing. It's been great. And I'm like, man, I'm starting to like being clean shaven. And now I'm just <laughs> used to it. Of course, when we started the show, I had the beard going. I had the beard rocking. I kept it year round. Now, like, I don't know. It's once you get into that routine, it's like, man. But. I feel you there. Um, I try <laughs> to clean, up, keep clean shaven as much as possible. But, of course, you know, I'm going to stay true to OJ of November and all everything like that. Actually, this was even even a little before the end of October. So this is yeah. really kind of yeah. the result of towards, like, the, almost the last week of October into almost the yeah. middle of November. So no, you, you can definitely tell that your boy is ready, ready for December 1st. <laughs> I don't know, I might keep it going into the games, but we got to get moving here. But I do want to say, No Shave November, there is a cause for this, or Mm -hmm. a cause you can donate to. We have not had a team on there since season number two, but um, please do go in and donate to noshave.org. It helps um, raise money for cancer awareness, so for those who don't know, um, No Shave dot uh, org basically the money you would use to buy razors that's what you would donate to no shave november at the end of the month um right. so that's why that's there but i just wanted to explain that because i felt that was very important to deliver so with that coming up on the show we're gonna talk boy both of our teams are just having rough goes of it we're gonna start with that then of course we got uh worst taken tinkle on this Um, So with that, I'll let Jason take over here for his takeaways. Right. um, So Buffalo, you know, are on two games, you know, two losses in a row. Um, And because of those two losses in a row, they just had enough of their offensive coordinator and decided to fire him Uh middle of the season, which I don't know if that was such a good idea. I think they should have done it earlier or waited until after the season to probably fire him into heading into next season. But they thought, well, you know, we're five and five. Why not try to experiment to see if it's maybe him that's the cause or if it's, you know, somebody else. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Buffalo fires Ken Dorsey after the money I lost to Denver. Uh, they announced Joe Brady as interim offensive coordinator. Uh, if that sounds familiar, he used to be the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers from um, twenty one or from twenty twenty to twenty twenty one before being the um, uh, quarterbacks coach last year, and then heading into this season before becoming the interim um, offensive coordinator for the Bills. Now, uh, team is riding on. Uh, they're five and five after ten games. Um, now the real question is: Is, is this just the uh, you should just give up at this point, or with seven games left, you gotta see what you can get out of Joe Brady and maybe see if you can turn this offense around? I, I don't know. It's tough. Here's here's kind of the deal. You know, I've said they're done, and I'm on record saying. Oh, yeah. Um, your next takeaway, frankly, doesn't change my opinion on it. Um, I really think they're done. Um, you know, five and five, they've got after this week. I mean, three out of the next four are 
ones you could easily chalk up as a loss. Right. Um, and then... I will say that the AFC has had yeah. a very tough schedule. Especially the AFC East. Yeah. They have had a very tough schedule. Um, all teams have been showing that with a tough schedule like this, it, it just it's not easy. Yeah. And, you know, that's why teams like the Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins have kind of been, you know, hmm. maybe the Miami Dolphins are the one team that's actually benefiting from a kind of easier schedule because, I mean, they've been the second team the last couple of years behind Buffalo. But the problem is that it's, I don't know, it's very tough because, I mean, case can be said for both teams, oh, well, they have only really beaten kind of easy teams, which, yeah, in a way, yes. Both teams kind of have. But, I mean, right now, I want to stay off the seed isn't like it's out of the question, but they have to have a lot of going on their side to be able to get there. Um, can Joe Brady be the guy that can be different? I Possibly. I don't know. Um, I want to say he might be on the sidelines than actually in the booth on like Ken Dorsey. So maybe that can help. Because you can see things on a field differently than being in the booth and, you know, seeing things from up there. So, personally, I think that firing Ken Dorsey was a scapegoat option. I don't think, because, you know, even last year, they had Ken Dorsey call in place. They went 13-3, or 13-4, and had so much heartbreak and everything like that going into the season. I don't know what's different this year. I don't know if it's because it's the harder schedule. Um, you know, Josh is just not reading, seeing, you know, things a certain way. I, I don't know what it is, but I mean, Ken Dorsey, I guess that I saw that eventually happening sooner than later, but it just, I don't know. There, this team needs a lot going on. Um, I think that the seat for. Sean McDermott's gotten a lot hotter, especially after this year, because if you don't turn things around heading into next year, and say you 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 know had the same thing happen next year that you did this year, I hate to say it, I think Sean McDermott's got to be gone from Buffalo. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be fair here. Um, five and five. Um, you know, to fire Ken Dorsey. I mean, at this point, you got really nothing to lose, and you don't have much to gain because even if you do get back in the wild card, you've lost every AFC matchup that's mm -hmm. of importance. Um, it makes, to me, looking at the rest of the schedule, of course, um, they've got the Jets, a game they need to win. Okay, there's no exception here. They need to win this because the Jets are just as much in the wild card hunt as the Bills are. Will they make yeah. it? We don't know. But, you know, you still got to treat it like they're a team you're battling for a wild card. Um, right. you know, the um, Eagles, I mean, they got... Yep, Jets, Eagles, yeah, Eagles that's Chiefs, all, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins I mean, are the last seven me, games that they have on the year. To me, like, the two games you got to circle now are the Jets and the Chargers. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to make this bold prediction here. If the Bills do go through, and let's just say they beat the Jets, they beat the Eagles, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Cowboys. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's just say they get to 9-5, and 8-6 and six in that stretch. Maybe they fall to 7-7, seven and seven, but I'm telling you, I'm circling that Chargers matchup because I'm telling you, I think that matchup, if the Bills come out even just a game above 500 or two games above 500, yeah. both of our teams are going to, and this is assuming the Chargers do what they usually do, and that's heat up in December. This is going to be a matchup for the playoffs at that point. It's going to be whoever right. wins is going on, the other one's going home. So I think there's going to be more implications in that game Assuming that all happens. Now, if the Bills drop three games and beat the Jets, they're done. Like, 
I mean, they're automatically done. But they've got to yeah. be, again, and another thing, there's going to be no 9-8 and eight teams. Now, on McDermott, he is the best coach the Bills have had since Marv Levy. And I'm sorry, but if you guys can him, I hope my team is smart enough to go out and grab him. Um, right. But, you know, and I could tell you another thing. There is no head coach. There is no potential head coach out there that is going to coach this team half as good as Sean McDermott has. Yeah, I mean, I think he's just been doing a very good job with the defense. I mean, I know he's got his hands very heavy, but maybe, maybe it was Ken Dorsey that was the problem. I mean, I guess we'll have to see in the next seven games if he was really, truly the problem or not. I mean, because, I mean, I, I really do think that McDermott's been doing a pretty good job with the defense. I mean, defense has been good. I mean, the enemy, the secondary hasn't been the greatest, but the front four has really been what has helped out this um, this team a lot. But I'm not. I mean, that's gonna be. I'm not gonna go too heavy with it. But it, I, I want to yeah. stay optimistic. But it just yeah. at this point, I, I think that you waited too long. You should have done it. Um, earlier in the year, honestly, mm-hmm. before letting it kind of slip to where it is now. Um, this one is an interesting one, which is going to change the whole uh, landscape of the NFL. Well, Joe Burrow is now out for the rest of the year with torn ligaments in his throwing arm. Um it really does come at a wrong, at a very tough wrong time for a team that is a contender. Um, can they stay, still make playoffs with Browning? I mean, that's the real question. I mean, this is just unfortunate. Um, but I'm going to have to ask you to repeat the question because I was looking at the playoff picture on my um, phone. Could Joe Burrow, even though the Bengals are without Joe Burrow, could they still possibly make playoffs with Jake Browning? I mean, they got the tiebreaker. Um, you know, they got a tiebreaker over the Bills, but they haven't beaten many other AFC teams other than that. So right. that's where my well, issue currently lies. they're sitting out of playoffs. Houston is a seventh seed right now at I think five and five right now too. And I'm telling um, you, they just Houston just beat them. Then Houston also or Cincinnati also lost to uh, Baltimore uh, Thursday, so it, it does not look very promising for the the Cincinnati Bengals at a time that they were trying to really. Um, turn wow. things around, honestly. And it's a shame because they really were starting to turn things around, right? I mean, because they were starting to crawl their way back in the division. I believe they could have won that game had Burrow stayed in the game. Um, It's just... I mean, it's just unfortunate because... And also, something I read on Twitter, um, take it for or X or whatever you want to call it, call it truth, call it false, whatever it is, um, when the NFL wrote the schedule this offseason, they wanted to send Cincy to Arrowhead because that rivalry has just been firing up the last few years. They wanted to put a little extra incentive on it, maybe a battle for the number one seed those we- right. or in a few weeks. Now that whole storyline, that whole narrative is gone on this. I know. It shows you just how much injuries suck. But on the bright side, the other option is if Browning doesn't work out, AJ McCarron is also on that roster. I think he might be the best option because I mean he almost won a playoff game for them back in the day, so he he might have to be an option. It's possible. I mean, I think ultimately now though, looking at the picture, and I was hoping to do like some midseason grades last week. If we were able to do it, you know, and say, you know, maybe predict what could happen. Um, mm-hmm. 
and maybe we'll do it before we get into media's worst take of the week if we have some time. But, um, but since he's man, I mean, number one, they're done. Um, but I could see yeah, them sneaking. It... What? What's up? I said, but I could potentially see them sneak in. I mean, they do play the Colts in a few weeks. They play the Steelers this it week. And, I mean, the Steelers, I mean, they're like the Raiders a few years ago. And, you know, how the Raiders backed into the playoffs by, you know, with uh, Rich Biscaccia coaching them. Right. It's that Steelers team gives me that vibe. Um, You know, Jags, Jags is another game. I feel like it's winnable. Um, again, Colts, I feel like could go either way. But that's a game they'd have to win to stay alive. Um, mm-hmm. you know, then they got the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Browns in the final weeks. I'm not saying it's impossible. I would say, I would say if you're comparing two teams, you know, Buffalo and Cincy, I give a little slight edge to Cincy just because the schedule's just a little bit easier, but at the same time, define well, you, easier. You can't count out. Houston either, honestly, and they've been really well, good with yeah, but, Sorry, I should rephrase that. What I was trying to say is if between the two because these two have the lowest like or the worst records against AFC opponents. Yeah. So I'm saying like I'd give Cincy a slight edge. I'd say Cincy's a little bit more favored to get there than Buffalo is. Even with the quarterback injury, just because that schedule's so much easier than the Bills. Right. Um, but again, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I mean, the Bills could surprise us. We don't know, but... that That's why I'm hoping. I mean, I'm hoping maybe they can somehow surprise us and, and get in. It sucks it would be as a wild card team, but I mean... It'd be better than nothing at this point, but yeah. Problem is, is that now you know Cincinnati is out of it. it just it really sucks for them, honestly. But shame, I had him. In it's the second time in his career that you know he's got an injury like that. I don't know, you know, for for a team that has aspirations to possibly you know win the Super Bowl, they got there. Uh, against the Rams, lost. Uh, probably should have won it, to be honest with you, but, I mean, it, it really sucks for both the Bills mm. and Bengals. They're so good, but just the records are just, uh Burrow has also been, I mean, he came in the season hurt, then he's leaving the season hurt. It, it just, uh, it, it looked bad for Burrow even from the get-go. Um, Allen, I mean, uh, he hasn't been the greatest either, but has the offense really, you know, has, has the play calling really put him in the position to be successful? That, that's that's really what's the question, too. But other than that, I'm not going to go into it too deep, honestly. I think I'm going to send it to you and talk about your chargers there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we'll talk about that, obviously. Um, quite a game against the Lions, but again, 38 points would have won you any game in the league probably last week, while the Lions got 41, and that's a testament to um, Coach Staley's defense there, which um, <sighs> just fire the guy. I mean, the Lions were a good team. Too. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but I'm saying when you put up 38, the result should be a win. Because otherwise it says your defense just isn't that good. Right. So, um, you know, Herbert... Oh, my God. Man, if Herbert... Oh, he's got the lowest turnovers in the league right now, I believe. Right. Last I checked, he's one of the lowest in turnovers. So, and Keenan Allen is top five in receptions. 
There's another right. stat that were or Keenan Allen's top five in every receiving stat this year. I'm sorry, that's what I was gonna say. It's in to sit at four and six. It tells me two things. Number one, it's poor coaching that's that's holding us back. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing else that can that I can sit here and you know explain as far as that goes. Poor coaching, and then number two, the other thing, and I know I'm going to talk about this in my next takeaway, but it tells me Kellen Moore's in line for a head co- head coaching job. Okay, because I mean, you would you would hope that he would turn that team around if he, he was to take it over from. Staley, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't want him. That's the thing. I will say that a lot more teams seem to be a lot more successful as with offensive-minded head coach and a defensive-minded head coach. I mean, look for look for example, Nick Sirianni, um, and Kyle Shanahan, and uh, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. Those teams are super successful and offensive-minded head coaches. Not saying that defensive-minded head coaches can't have success and, and do well, but if you look at it, a lot more teams seem to have be in it every single year with offensive-minded head coaches. It, it just... I don't know. Yeah, I mean... True, but also... I mean, don't get me wrong. Usually know, defense possible, wins championships, but... A lot of times, you don't see those kind of head coaches really, you know, being in the in the conversation every year. I mean, don't get me wrong, Sean McDermott's maybe been the one exception, but so yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but um, this week we play the Packers, and the reason I'm listing these games off is because this is going to lead to my next question: Packers, Ravens. That's a big game. On Sunday Night Football, Patriots, who have, we haven't beaten in the Bill Belichick era, um, Broncos twice, the Raiders, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Do I think they can make playoffs on that schedule? I mean... Hey, probably not. It's it. <laughs> probably. I'm telling you, Ravens, I can chalk up as a loss. We're not beating Baltimore. Yeah. There's no Baltimore way. Is- Surprised the hell out of me this I mean, year. Not gonna lie. Um, Baltimore. Maybe some teams that I didn't even think they were gonna beat this year. To be honest with I mean, you, I'd be unrealistic to, or I'd be pessimistic to say it's not possible. Because I think you know the Packers can be a win. Because I just don't think the Packers are a good football team this year. Um, yeah, Jordan Love's not. I don't think they're answering yeah. a quarterback. I hate it, to say it. The Patriots, uh, the problem is they always have our number. I don't know what it is. Like, the last time we played them even, we were a drastically better team than they were, and they still beat us. So I'm not going to chalk that up for anything. Broncos will beat once out of two. Um, Raiders, my only issue with the Raiders game is... That new head coach, we just don't know what to expect. So the two I, times against awesome. the Broncos, you just never know because I the mean, Broncos seem like they've turned it around as of late too. I mean, they're four and five. I mean, they're still technically in there into the playoff hunt yeah, too. But the, so you just uh, never know what kind of Raider or Broncos team we're gonna get. Are you gonna yeah. get the one from earlier in the year, yeah. or are you gonna get the one that? Is from now. I mean, but I mean, I think the Bills is winnable. I'm saying, if I'm looking at the schedule, there's three games that I think are winnable. Now, do I think, or I'm sorry, four games that I think are winnable on that schedule, and the Bills included. I think we can beat Buffalo, but will it happen? Is the reality. Um, I mean. I mean, if we... it depends on. Well, first off, you're going to be playing them off of by. Maybe they can turn things. You know, they get, you know, some yeah. turnarounds. I don't know. And, and, um, and I want to say that would even be easy. 
for both teams. I mean, I mean, after the Ravens, it's and after the Patriots, it's one, two, three, four games in a row. Four games in a row where we have to win. Like these are teams that we're going to be battling for a wild card again. Mm-hmm. So they are teams we have to, in my eyes, beat. Um, and again, we've seen the Chargers go on great runs through December to make a late season surge. It's not out of the question, but again, I just say it out loud: nine and eight is not going to make the playoffs. Got news for you there. It's just not. Um, yeah, probably. And then not. the Chiefs. I mean, I'm not even going to make a prediction on the Chiefs game because we don't know who you know what's going to happen yet. At this rate, they're going to lock up the number one seed and back their way into another Super Bowl that they don't deserve to be in. So, right. Um, but with that, um, I want to talk about the head coaching job with the Chargers, of course. Brandon Staley, um, it's been no secret, despite having a winning record as a head coach, he's on the hot seat right now. Um, It would appear that the Chargers are looking to move on from him at the conclusion of the season, and one name has kind of emerged in a surprising fashion um, as the next head coach of the L.A. Chargers, and... Bill fucking Belichick. Oh, my God. Just when you think the Spanos family can't get any dumber, they find ways. Now, I mean, everyone's like, oh, well, look at what they've done to you the last 17 years or whatever, under or the last 20-something years under Belichick. Don't, you know, you, you guys would be lucky enough to have them. No, like... Look at the last three years, okay? Look at the last three, four years of Belichick without Brady. Look at Belichick when he was coaching the Browns and the Jets. Okay? I got news for you. He's not a good coach. He's really not, and he's an all-time head coach for what he did, you know, winning six Super Bowls. But he's not him anymore. A lot of that can be, you know, because of Tom Brady more than it is because of him and his great coaching. Because I mean, I mean, if he was to have a generational like quarterback like that right now in New England, I mean, probably their success would be better. But Mac Jones and Bailey Zapp is not those kind of guys. Uh, Same thing with Will Greer. Hate to say it. Um, speaking of um, Mac Jones, now he went from starter to third string. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I mean, he lost the locker room, so it's not surprising. So he is definitely going to be on his way out now. If you yeah. if you had any questions regarding that, you just got him answered. But <sighs> Belichick has proven though, like. What's that? Uh, so in terms of coaching, it, it, I don't know if that's such a good idea. If anything, I think Belichick will probably be front office with the Patriots more than jumping from the Patriots to the Chargers and being a head coach. Hate to say it. I don't want him. That's all I'm going to say is look at his track record. His coaching staff, he's literally got a coaching staff full of, um, oh my God. He's got a coaching staff full of Rodney Dangerfields. Nobody respects them. I got news for you. There, Nobody respects his coaching staff or his coaches that go on to get head coaching jobs. So what makes you think that anywhere outside of New England that people are going to respect Belichick and buy into his way? Right. I'm telling you. I would almost rather keep Staley another year at that point. I'd rather sit and deal with the misery of another year of Staley. Um, so, 
I'd even take Kellen Moore, and I don't think Kellen Moore deserves the head coaching job, but again, Charger's going to Charger, unfortunately. That's what keeps me drinking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So with that, I guess, since we're halfway through the year, before we get into... um, media's worst take of the week i think we got just a little bit of time so i guess um who do you think could make the playoffs here at mid-season in mid-season like like um, going forward here who do you think could make the playoffs like in afc and nfc or just AFC? um well definitely i'm thinking baltimore miami um, who is leading the AFC South? I'm trying to think. Um, was it, it Jags. Jacksonville? Jags. The Jags. I'm gonna say Jacksonville and Houston, both in that division, make playoffs. Um, I'm gonna say Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and I want to say. And I'm not trying to sound biased. I want to say somehow Buffalo gets in there. But if it's not Buffalo, I'm going to say, oh, gosh. Um, maybe somehow the Jets. Because somehow some something tells me that somehow Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and revive that Jets team and make playoffs. I, I don't know why. Oh man! But I, I think that ASC is going to be Chiefs as the one. I think it's going to be the Ravens as the two. Um, I'm gonna say Houston as the three. I think that somehow Houston is going to win that division. I don't know why. Um, or or okay, how about this? Miami is the three. Houston is the four. I'm going to say Jacksonville as the five. Pittsburgh as the six. And I'm missing a 17th, but um, I mean, right now, based on what you said, it might be Buffalo as the seventh. Honestly, I, I, I can see it happening. You and I For could not reason. be in more disagreement on that. I don't see the I don't see any path for the Bills getting in. I'm sorry, it's over. Chalk it up. Right. <laughs> um I guess I guess I'll make my AFC pick and then we'll go to the NFC. Um Chiefs are going to back their way into the number one seed. It's just going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Baltimore is going to be right behind them. You know, those two are going to go toe-to-toe this year, I think. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I see Houston getting that uh, number three seed because Houston, my goodness, like, are they underrated? is very good. I mean, just chalk up him as the offensive rookie of the year because he deserves frankly it. put that him in the really... mvp race at this point dude's freaking i uh, I, I don't see that happening dude's, i hate to say dude it. is there dude is there but um i think miami's getting the four i'm gonna say oh, man now it gets tricky because i say pittsburgh's gonna be in there i don't think oh you the... know what okay how about this i can see it being okay you know what I know what my seventh team is. I forgot about this. Okay, so you're right. I can see it being Kansas City, nice Baltimore. No, you're fine. I can see it being Kansas City, Baltimore, um, Houston, Miami, um, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and the Jags. I mean, I guess that would be the seventh team. Didn't right? you say I Jacksonville? Mean, you already said Jacksonville. Yeah. Well, you yeah, said no, him twice. Well, oh, okay. Well, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. How yeah. about that? 
I mean, I was going to go same thing. Jacksonville's going to get the five, I think. Um, Pittsburgh, I can see getting the six. I'm not sold on Vegas yet because they really haven't beaten any good teams to move up to five and five under the um, new head coach there. I would actually lean toward Indy. I think Indy can sneak in. To be totally I don't honest. know if Minshew is going to be good enough to I mean, get them a playoff I'm, team. I'm like, play. I'm like torn between Indy and Denver for some reason. I just don't uh, see the Jets getting there. I don't know. I'm I, I, okay. See, you said yours. I, I know I didn't really go on, but like definitely um, Kansas City, Baltimore, Houston, Miami. Um, I'm going to say Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Jacksonville. Those are going to be my seven. Hmm. All right. So there's our seven um, on the okay. AFC. What about the NFC real quick? NFC, I'm going to say Philadelphia, Detroit, uh, Atlanta. I'm going to say Atlanta. I'm going to say somehow Atlanta edges the Saints. Hmm. Um, and You've probably be saying Fran in the West. I have, thinking of right. You haven't gotten the West yet. Oh, the AFC West, oh NFC God. West. And San oh, yeah. Fran is basically destroying everybody in that division. Oh, okay, San Fran. Um, and then my three wild card teams. I can see. I can see Dallas being in there. Um, the Saints and Minnesota. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I agree with or you. Seattle. Or Seattle. I should say yeah. Seattle. Yeah. I, I. How about this? I, I change out Saints. I'm going to say Seattle. Hmm. I'm going to say Philadelphia. Um. As the one, the two is going to be, um, oh, Lord, Detroit. Three is going to be, uh, um, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. San Fran. San Fran. Four is going to be Atlanta. I see, I can see the five being Dallas, the six being Seattle. And a seven being, I don't know, New Orleans. Hmm. Okay then. I mean, so I'm not sold on New Orleans. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna disagree with you on that. I think Philly, Detroit, San Fran, lock them in. It doesn't matter oh, you know what, what order, but they're gonna be the okay, top three. Not okay. Minnesota, I think, is gonna probably somehow take the seventh seat. If not take the division to be honest with you they're not taking the division i'm sorry i'm yeah. disagreeing on that no, they're not. over detroit okay. no. yeah i can so. see i can see josh dobbs helping minnesota win a, a wild card spot all right yeah so yeah, i'm gonna so. make my picks here now so philly detroit san fran lock them in they're the top three there's no one that's gonna beat them um yeah New Orleans is going to play. They're the four right now. I could see Tampa maybe overtaking them. Nah. But I don't know. Like, nah. <laughs> I think that division's just so weak to begin with. Um, Tampa's got an easy schedule going forward. Somehow is not see, terrible see. to win that division, though, but to be honest with you. Tampa's got it easy, though, because Tampa's got... They just got to survive the Bucks, or Tampa's got to survive the 49ers, and then they literally mm-hmm. got the Colts, the Panthers, twice. You're telling me that they're not going to sweep Carolina? Because I'm going to call bullshit and if you say they don't. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I say they win one, lose one. Okay. Not sweep. I mean... Then the next step is they got the Falcons. That one's a 50-50. They got the Mm -hmm. Packers. They should win against Green Bay. The Jags, that's up in the air. New Orleans, I think they can beat. 
I'm sorry. I'm just not buying. I'm just not buying New Orleans as a good team. So I'm gonna just go with the wild statement and say the Bucks get in as the number four. But they are gonna be a one and done. I'm just gonna be flat out honest there. The Bucks are gonna win, but they're or they're gonna win the division, but they're gonna be a first round exit because um, they're gonna play Dallas. And mm-hmm. obviously, by the way, prayers for uh, Leighton Vanderetch. That's a scary, scary neck yeah, injury he, he could be sustained. Out for the, he, he could be, his career's his over. His career could be over with. So, um, yeah. I hate to see that. Um, but Dallas is going to be the five. I just love these Vikings. These Vikings just look so good right now with Josh Dobbs. Yeah. I, I mean... I can see them playing spoiler in the playoffs. And just think that I don't think Justin Jefferson's back yet. Justin Jefferson should be coming back soon. He won't That's be. That's also going to help out that team big time too. Um. So I'm telling you. I mean, leave Minnesota is kind of that team to watch because right. they're a team that I think is sneaky good. Um. And then number seven. It's toss-up. I mean, but really, I mean, the seven teams that are in right now, with the exception of the NFC South, it's really predetermined. I mean, I, I mean, what is it? Minnesota's two games ahead in the uh, seventh seed from the eighth seed. And then once you get to the eighth seed, everybody else is below 500. So there's only seven teams in the conference above 500. It's crazy. Night and day. Night and day difference. Um, so, I like that. That's the picks. Um, let's do media's worst take of the week because we spent a lot of time on this. we got to get the show rolling. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Dan Orlovsky, I've said it before, he's probably the dumbest analyst on uh, ESPN, dumbest analyst in all sports. Um, sure enough, he did not disappoint. Mr. Safety comes out with... Uh, Statement saying Cleveland would be a playoff team with Mac Jones. There's what I think of that. First off, Mac Jones in his about three years in the league has been absolutely atrocious of a quarterback. I mean, yeah, he made playoffs what his rookie year, and that's it. Um, this, this Patriots team is terrible. Yeah. They're what? Two and eight. They should be they should be 0 and ten. I hate to say it. They should not have won a game. But or nah, sh- okay, how about that? It should be one and nine, if anything. Just well, going off of everything that's happened and whatnot. And yeah, maybe they should have won more games. Yeah. Early but, on yeah. they should have won Cleveland, a couple. In Cleveland of all places, no. If anything, Cleveland shouldn't have gotten rid of Josh Dobbs like they did, sending him to Arizona, because that was the worst mistake they could have ever made. Um, first off, um, Deshaun Watson has got a fully guaranteed $230 million contract, and he's only played 12 games in two years. That's sad. Mm-hmm. He's robbing him. That's what he's doing. Yeah, um, he's robbing him. My but there's not much that Cleveland can do when it's a fully guaranteed contract. They're going to be eating up a lot of cap, whether he's on a team or not. My thing... In terms of Mac Jones, no, I cannot see them being a playoff team with him. So, Dan Orlowski, you dumb fool. You probably shouldn't be an analyst. You should probably, probably be back to running in the back of the end zone, running away from the defenders more than mm-hmm. being an analyst because clearly you weren't good as a quarterback and you're not good as an analyst either. So um, I heard there's a job for you at McDonald's, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly where he belongs. He's about as armchair of an analyst as um, half the people who do work at McDonald's talking football on Sundays. So, um, uh, I just can't wrap my head around that. That's just such a bad take all around. Like, Cleveland's... 
I mean, if you hand the ball to Jerome Ford, Jerome Ford could have 2,000 rushing yards and they could make the playoffs on that. Um, so I wouldn't doubt that if you had said that, but not Mac Jones. No, he's not leading them anywhere. He can't even lead Sorry, his team out of a wet paper bag. overthrow Cooper or, um, yeah, no. Let me... Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper would be not a top receiver yeah. under Mac Jones. Hey. Mac Jones would overthrow hey. him every chance he would get and throw turnover city. So, yeah, yeah. good and luck. Hey. <laughs> and, hey, let me know when Mac Jones can lead a team out of a wet paper bag without complaining. Yeah, right. <laughs> wasn't it last year? It was like, oh. And you know what? And I'll admit, I had said if he had an offensive coordinator, he'd actually be a little bit better at quarterback. I t- I walked that back. Now that should actually be up there on one of the worst takes as well for the year. So, um, but that's the worst take. Let's talk this Diggs controversy because I feel like this has to be talked real quick. Uh, Trayvon mm-hmm. saying that his brother needs off the Bills. Um, and Stefan, by the way, confirmed by Yahoo Sports, has said, my brother doesn't speak for me, essentially. So Yeah, he actually distanced himself away from his younger brother, Trayvon Diggs. This is, Trayvon Diggs is also, one, out for the rest of the year. Two, he's got no room to talk at all. I hate to say it. I get it that the Dallas Cowboys are in there in the playoffs. They're a playoff team. Um, they're not quite out of possibly somehow winning the NFC East. Not saying it's going to happen, but it's not out of the question either. Um, but Trayvon, first off, shut the hell up. One. Two, you have no room to speak at all because I'm pretty sure you've let dis- defend- let receivers burn past you even though you lead them you've led the league in interceptions a couple of years in a row but hate to say it you're not the greatest corner either so you're one to talk yeah i get it you know stefan Diggs can probably be very frustrated but until that happens until he physically goes out and be like i want to trade this whole media and whole things with him having drama on a bill's needs to just be put away until he actually physically says i want to trade guys need to stop thinking they know what's best for stefan Dix. until he physically comes out and says hey i've had enough i want to trade it away from this team then okay then you we can be a little worried i get it heading into the season it was like Oh, well, he hasn't showed up to camp yet, or he hasn't come up to, you know, mandatory mini camp yet. But then he showed up for a training camp, and then all things were better. So, again, yeah. it, it just let the media talk. Let let the drama just happen. Stefan Diggs is just like, hey, I'm here to just play football at the end of the day. So, I mean, he wouldn't be saying it. And. I know, and I'm going to be harsh here. I'm just going to tell you right now, you're probably going to have something to say to me after we're done recording. But, boy, and and, and this is the statement you're going to have an issue with. Every Bills fan needs to take those rose-colored glasses off of everything's fine, we're in Candyland, we're prancing around having a great time. No, it's not, okay? Um, Trayvon Diggs, I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying that what he is saying is what Stefan's thinking. But I'm saying all this stuff throughout the year, something's eventually just got to click and say, yeah, he's not happy here. He's not going to outright say it because he doesn't want to wreck the locker room this season. And because, keep in mind, he's got captain status too. You wouldn't give captain status if he was outright saying, I don't want to be here. I want out of here. I've had enough of this. He is keeping his mouth shut because he's carrying the C on that jersey. He is looked at as a leader in the locker room. 
and clearly I'm I'm not saying he's unhappy like to the point of wanting a trade, but I'm saying he is absolutely unhappy about something in Buffalo. And I think you know if you take the time to remove the rose-colored glasses, you'll see something's not right. He's not been, you know, buddy-buddy with Josh on the sidelines like he has in the past. He doesn't appear to be having as much fun as he's had the last few years. Dude wants to win, and he's not winning. This is what happened in Minnesota to get him dealt away. Now, in Minnesota, I don't think he was ever a captain. No. So... Another reason why, hey, I'm going to come out here and I'm just going to be flat blunt with you on how I feel about this. We fucking suck. <laughs> and I want yeah. out. That's how he was there. I mean, he could have taken the Jack Eichel route, get captainship and scream, I want to trade. But you know how bad that would look if you're looking at one of your leaders saying, hearing him say, I want out. Yeah. So. I. I don't think it's. I mean, there might be some truth to it, but until it actually happens, I'm just going to say it's kind of just water under a bridge kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that I think that there's more to it than people are seeing. I think what you're seeing, you know, I think I'm just reading between the lines is what I consider it. Now, I mean, and again, before we go into our picks, I, I, I have to say this. I'm not saying this because, man, I, I don't want people to think, hey, Brian's just harsh on Bill's Mafia. Brian doesn't like the Mafia. It, it, that's not true whatsoever. The truth mm-hmm. is, I'm very fair. I, I like to believe I'm very fair in my analysis. I mean, if I see the same thing out of Keenan Allen, I'm going to call an ace for an ace. That's just how it is. And Keenan Allen's probably going to be gone at the end of the year for the Chargers, but that's a totally different story. Um, right. But, you know, I will always be blunt about it and, quite frankly, harshly true, at least harsh about it, if I, yeah. see, if I see reason to be. So, um, but with that, we should probably get our picks going here, right? We got a long yeah. list of picks this week to make because um, we got Thanksgiving week here. We got um, Black Friday for the first time ever. I think in the NFL we got Black Friday. Yeah, seems odd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Let's keep it. <laughs> um, let's start with the Steelers and the Browns, the wild card battle. Um, Cleveland at two and a half, but Fairmouth is back. I'm going to say the Steelers only because I don't know exactly how they're going to be with, oh, who did they have? Um, they have PJ PJ Walker. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to stay with the Steelers. I think the Steelers, I think that defense it's just way too good for the Steelers. I think that is what's going to help them beat the Browns on the road. Didn't the Steelers beat the Browns earlier in the year, too? I think they so. Did. I... So they did 22 to 26. So, um, with that, I'm going to make my pick, and I'm just going to say it's going to be the Browns, I think. I, I just like Jerome Ford. He's been heating up. Um, I think, you know, it takes the pressure off of P.J. Walker to have to play at yeah. a high level. So I think the Browns can barely squeak that out. Um, Cardinals and Texans, last week we probably would have both gone Texans, but now that Kyler Murray's back, Houston's only favored at five and a half. I don't care if he is back or not. I'm going to still say Houston. <laughs> yeah, I'm think, I, I mean, I was going to say the same thing, but I'm saying it's less obvious, you know. I'm saying I think there could be a little more debate for Arizona, right? Possibly. But, no, we're both sticking with the same pick. 
Uh, Titans and Jags, I mean, I think we're both going to go Jags. Jags are favored at six and a half, right? Yeah, it's so, Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, what are we going to say about the Dolphins and Raiders? Dolphins? Because, <laughs> I mean, Dolphins are favored by like 14 right now. That's insane. Um, yeah, Dolphins, but hey. Don't count out the Raiders just yet. I mean, <laughs> it's be the first time the Dolphins have beaten a 500 or above team in a few years. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here. Um, next game, we already are just gonna take the Cowboys over the Panthers. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we're just hitting no. It's like a week of just no shit games. Uh, Bears and Lions. I'm taking Lions man yeah lions <laughs> chargers and packers chargers favored by three yeah i'm gonna have to go with the chargers i mean if it was maybe rogers it'd be a different story but jordan love is absolute trash <laughs> i'm trying to check the weather forecast um by the way justin herbert okay 48 and raining i'm gonna go with the chargers um uh, Justin Herbert, by the way, was asked this week about playing in the snow at Lambeau at one point in his career. Would it be checking something off the list? Justin Herbert came out and said, that's why I play Madden. <laughs> uh, keep it classy. <laughs> keep it yeah, classy, but it's a, little <laughs> it's a video game compared to real life. <laughs> I, I, I more just had to laugh at that because it's just like keep it classy, Herbo. So, um, Giants and Commanders. I think we're both just gonna take Commanders, right? Yeah, especially with um, it being Tommy DeVito. Yeah, I'm going Commanders. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sam Howell's leading the league in passing yards. So I mean, <laughs> Sam Howell's just a beast right now. He's just like the enemy has really turned Howell into a possible um, stud of a quarterback. Not gonna lie, you're saying. I mean, four and six. We said Ron Rivera is gonna be on the hot seat. I, I really don't think he should be fired. I'm being honest. I think there's potential here with this team. I think there's a real potential if they just stay the course after the season right so i'm just gonna say that um bucks and niners san fran favored by a whopping 13 points i'm gonna say san fran after that bye week i mean they they looked refreshed i mean they got it going Purdy looked mm -hmm. good too so i'm gonna say 49ers yeah at home yeah I'm going to say the same, um, but here we go. I think this is a much-anticipated uh, rematch of the Jets and the Bills. The Bills favored by seven. I mean, look at last year. I mean, last year Buffalo lost on the road and were able to win. I'm going to say Buffalo. I think it's going to be a lot closer than seven. hate to say it. I'm going to say at least two or three points. Could the Jets win this game? Yes. I think they could. If the Bills lose, does it hurt their playoff hopes? Absolutely. Um, so this is a game both teams need to have, clearly. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to go with the Bills. I think the Bills win it by a field goal at the end. I just I can't buy into New York. Um Seattle and the Rams. And the Rams are favored by two. This could be the best matchup of the day. I don't know. This one's an interesting one. I mean, Puka Nakua has been is good, and so is Cooper Cup. But Matthew Stafford's kind of been very iffy this year. I'm going to see the Seahawks on the road. I don't know how the hell they have the Rams being a favorite, to be honest with you, but... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean... I'll go with the Rams. I think I'll take the Rams. I just... I mean, Seahawks are okay. I just don't know. <laughs> Excuse me, if they're that... You know, if they're 
really a serious team yet. Um, Vikings, Broncos, Denver favored by three. <coughs> I don't know if I like that. Hmm. I'm going to say the Vikings on a road. Big man Josh Dobbs. I'm going with I'm going with Dobbs Mania here. Um so Dobbs and the Vikings get the job done. Oh man. This is gonna be a whole of a money night matchup, game right matchup of the week. And by the way, <laughs> since the nineties, when the Super Bowl rematch happened the next year, the team that has won mm-hmm. the Super Bowl has won every matchup. Just a little fun fact. Since the 90s, the team that won the Super Bowl went on to win the, the rematch game next year as the Eagles and the Chiefs will play each other. Um, Super Bowl rematch, of course, two-and-a-half-point favorites are the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs here. Man. I hate to say it. As much as I would love to see the Eagles win, I, I had to go with the Chiefs. Mm. I think it's going to be the Eagles. I think they're finally going to break that streak. I I just think the tush push, I think really the offense overall is playing way better in Philly than it did last year. I mean, Hurts, frankly, I think is going to challenge Lamar Jackson for the MVP award, the way things are going. So I'm going to pick Jalen Hurts and the Eagles um, in the Taylor Swift Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry. Who gives a shit? about her so um also i knew i was gonna say something about this game but i'll have to think about it again and come back to it um but here we go packers and lions on uh thanksgiving there's no uh over-unders yet for any of these games I hate to say it. I'm going to say Packers because somehow the Lions seem to always lose on Thanksgiving. Why you got to bring that up, man? (laughs) Uh, Man, I'm going to go Lions. I think they got this. Um, Cowboys, Commanders. Another one with no spread. Cowboys. I'm going to go Commanders. I'm going to go upset here. I think the Commanders are going to get them. Um, By the way, um, Carissa Thompson just gave me the uh, over-under for the next game. And she said it's a minus 14 for the 49ers and Seahawks. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Just wild what she did. But we'll save that for another day. Um, 49ers and Seahawks um, on Thursday night on NBC. I'd say 49ers on the road. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, Then Black Friday, the first time we ever have a Black Friday game, it'll be at 3 p.m. Eastern on Friday. So an interesting start time. Um, By the way, it's on Amazon but you don't need a Prime membership to watch it because Amazon is letting everybody watch the game for free. So, Jeff well, They Bezos. actually got smart for once. <laughs> what? It's a while they got smart for once. Yep, but... Um, so, it's Dolphins and Jets here. Krista Thompson says the Dolphins are the favorites. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to the Dolphins, but I wouldn't be shocked if somehow the Jets won this game too. Yeah, I'm gonna lean toward the Dolphins as well. So, um, that's our picks. Um, but let's get to tinkle on this, and of course, a high school football team—they remodeled their uh, sign on the bleachers. Um, it's supposed to say welcome to blank school. It said welcome without the L. Um, and let's just say their opponents had a little bit of fun with it. 
Um, one team actually brought a sign that said, we are here to deliver the L you're missing. So, <laughs> for making a good, you know, funny mistake, um, in terms of, like, typos, and again, typos happen all the time, but we have to, you know, point that one out. Right. Um, and for that, tinkle on this to that high school for... Um, oh my god, I'm trying to find the name. I'm sorry, because I want to be nice and give them a shout-out. Um, Trenton High School. Mm-hmm. So, tinkle on this Trenton High School for not putting up the right sign with the right uh, grammatical uh, parts to it. It's crazy. <laughs> Alright, um... So there's no more out of turn four, even though, um, I don't know if it's been blowing up your social media, Jason, but it sure has mine. Um, Formula One in Las Vegas. Fuck, I I just don't care. Um, And I know Jason doesn't, but it's probably been blowing up your social media. And thank goodness we don't have out of turn four this week, because I don't want to talk about that shit show. I haven't seen anything about it, but, um... Lucky. Because, uh, Josh... Well, some of it I have seen is actually good. Uh, Daniel Ricardo, of course. Um, Josh Allen's friend, by the way. Daniel Ricardo. Um, swapping helmets with my boy Connor Daly, but, um... I'll let you say what's coming up on No Final Bell. Yeah, we're just gonna be talking about Full Gear, which is, um actually happening right now <laughs> in uh, Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California, which is actually Inglewood, California, I should state, because it's literally right across from SoFi Stadium. Um, uh, won't be really watching it. I, I wish I could be watching it right now. If it didn't, wasn't working, it would be honestly watching it right now. So you guys, you're lucky that I did have to work, or probably this podcast wouldn't have been coming out this week at all, um, or maybe we would have done it earlier. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's gonna be full gear, and um, I didn't really want to get spoiled, but it looks like a couple titles changed hands, so we'll be talking about that one on the podcast. So definitely be looking forward to it, you wrestling fans. Yep, then. Hey, out of turn four, I'll be back at some point in February. Um, We're done for the real racing season um, here in North America. Um, But can't wait to see what's coming up. Tune in to No Final Belt on Wednesday. And we will be back here next Sunday for Sunday Morning Tinkle. But again, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Um... Of course, uh, be sure to save us all that uh, uh, turkey uh, leg there. And (laughs) we'll see you here uh, next Sunday. Till then. Goodbye, everyone.